everyone, and welcome to the latest edition of the Anime Limited or the Anime Podcast, being recorded today, that date being the 17th of August 2017. I am Jeremy Graves, and I am joined in the office studio today by a wonderfully busy office studio, packed full of Team Anime Limited, bar one, who's currently on a very important conference call. And we have in the office studio... Me. Keith. Hello. Busy me. Cat. Busy, busy me. Andrew. And today, you could say we have two new cast members, or you could say we have two new members of Team Anime Limited to introduce to you. So we have... Lauren. And... Andrew, but not that Andrew, so you'd better call me Andy. So there we go. Other we, Andrew. Other, <laughs> other Andrew. Oh. But which Actually, one? Which one's other Andrew? Okay, there's only busy, busy me here. And like, and uh, Andrew. <laughs> so well, yes. Oh, yeah, there's normal Andrew, and then we have suave marketing Andrew. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like you have to say, then we have other Andrew, so I can sound psychotic at least twice a day. Well, you are the one necking a bottle of rum right now. I'm not necking it. <laughs> Helping myself to a delicate amount. <laughs> Whether you actually think he is drinking rum or not, we'll leave that for you guys, the listeners, to decide. But yes, welcome to Glasgow, Scotland, sunny Glasgow, Scotland, to both of you, Lauren and Andy. Welcome to the podcast as Andrew opened what I assume is either vodka or tonic. No, we're in a steam room. Actually. Why not both? <laughs> what, why? Uh, anyway. Ruin my flow. Welcome to the podcast, everybody. Welcome, everybody. Make sure if you haven't already, you visit our website, alltheanime.com. There you can get the info on our latest releases and also special offers, including the one we are having until Sunday, the 20th of August, where you can pre order our upcoming release of Martian Successor Nadesco as a limited collector's edition Blu ray set. For a very special price. Not going to tell you what, because you've got to visit the website to find out. Which website would that be, Jeremy? Alltheanime.com, Keith. Alltheanime.com, Would it be Alltheanime.com? Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's Yeah, all Alltheanime.com. That's what I've been told as well. And if you want to hit us up on the social media, we are All The Anime on Facebook and Twitter. And also make sure you visit our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash All The Anime. And I'm afraid that's my time to step out again. Oh. And Andrew has made his appearance on the podcast. We'll see I've you. I've been out of the park. Oh, no, what's your name? Busy, busy... Let's get witty, whatever it is. My name's Jeremy Graves. Oh, 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 oh. So. <laughs> right, now he's gone. What do you really think of him? <laughs> think of who? Oh, there you go. Oh, but people oh. are oh. shit. <laughs> Two of you is even easier because you're on probation still. Oh. Excellent. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, use cold. the P word. Oh, get yeah. out. I think yeah. that's great. <laughs> no, I just mean it's easier. I can print it. Go and take your business call. I'm going to do a business thing. Go and do a business. Go, go, go it, away. It's clearly really important business, so you're just still here. Should I lock the door? <laughs> Someone lock the door and you can't get back. He doesn't have a movie, he's just going to hang outside the door. Listening to Probably, yeah. Say. Waiting for a code word to make him come back in. <laughs> oh no, that's when he does something else that he needs the code word for. Oh. So anyway guys, well, welcome to Anime Limited. It's lovely to have both of you here. Now, to, to help Everyone listening, get to know you a little bit. We have some, some quick fire questions. They're very, really, really simple. Yeah, this it's is all Jessica good. Jessica as well. It's all good. So, oh, and our, our office seagulls are back, ready and waiting to hear your answers. So, yeah, disregard the seagulls. So, what was the first anime you ever saw? 
Mine is really boring because it was Ghost in the Shell. Um, <laughs> it was off the back of the, the Matrix, actually. Oh, yeah? And, yeah, I mean, this is not including, like, Transformers, which I guess was my first proper anime, because that was a Toei show, like, for the first few seasons. But, like, yeah, I, was, I never really got into anime as a teenager, and then The Matrix came along, and a guy I worked with basically pestered me every single day telling me that I had to watch Ghost in the Shell and then eventually he just brought it in and forced it upon me <laughs> and told me that I couldn't told me that I couldn't give it back to him until I'd watched it. So being conscientious I thought, well I'd better watch it and uh, here I am, I guess. There you <laughs> go. Well that backfired, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Spectacular. And you Lauren? I watched Sailor Moon nice. when I was very small because I was a nineties baby. There you go. Many, many months ago. So what channel would that have been on that you would have watched it then? Try to think. Was that ITV at that point? Or was that back on like Fox Kids or something that was on Sky? It must have been Fox Kids, surely. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think you ever, there was ever anime on Terrestrial. No, it did get shown on CITV. Mm. Yeah, yeah about 4.30 in the afternoon. Because I believe MVM released the DVDs and actually had on the box as seen on CITV. Oh. And they sold for shit. Yeah. How did I miss that? Pokemon was on. Like... Because you were in, in a job, I don't know. What were you doing at that point? Were you working in a pub? What, so what, 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 what sort of year was it? 90s? It's the late 90s? I don't know. I thought it was before that, but... I was probably doing my A-levels then. So pretty much you were working a job, pretty much. <laughs> Man, you're old. Um... <laughs> I am let's, holding let's up not. my middle finger. <laughs> <laughs> He's showing sure how old he is. That's not He's your age. He's indicating how old he is, but using his hands. So, uh, so just asked about the first anime you saw. What about favourite anime growing up? Um, I guess the one that turned me from somebody who watched some anime into full-blown anime fan was the Neon Genesis Evangelion TV hey. show. I, I picked up the first couple of volumes of it on a rainy day, like I was on holiday, I was off work, it was raining, and I just picked them up on a whim. And then I ended up burning through them in an entire day, then going and ordering just, just the rest Just a sort of, of light show you want to watch. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's like perfect relaxing holiday fair. Um, I feel emotionally destroyed. <laughs> yeah. So so yeah, I watched it all on mass, and and yeah, again that was a that was a formative moment that led me to where I am now. And you, Lauren? Don't really have a favorite. I go through favorites. So just. Just, just like everything, kind yeah. of. But what the would you say was the, one that sticks out recently, then? The recent one was Mirai Our Future Diary, nice. Uh, Creeper of the Better. Yeah, that, <laughs> have you seen that, Keith? No, I've only seen the trailers for that, and I was like, hmm, this it, looks interesting. It's such good fun. Is it good? It's well worth checking out. It's bonkers. Yeah. It's such good fun. I will add it to the ever-growing watch pile. <laughs> yeah, the ever-growing watch pile that never shrinks. Uh, so, next question. Oh, actually, you've kind of answered this one already, Lauren, but uh, what's a favourite contemporary anime that you've seen? So perhaps a more recent one. You kind of just said one, so you're off the hook if you don't want to answer it. But. Yeah. Um, <laughs> score. I, I guess <laughs> God, this, this is going to cause all sorts of rooms and speculation, so this is not an announcement, just to say. Um, you're you're already getting into the anime limited vibe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I know how this neither, works. I can neither confirm nor deny anything yeah. I say yeah. or do. I know how this works. Um, <laughs> But my favourite, well, I have a couple of favourite shows of recent years, but the, the one that I will mention is Shiro Bako. Um, mm -hmm. Fantastic anime about anime production. That's, uh, it's a little rose-tinted, but uh, it's a very, very good, very funny, very informative show, and I absolutely adore it. And also has parodies of real people that work in the industry in the show. Yeah, yeah it, it is a good fun spot, the celebrity, especially having interviewed some of them in my previous is, is job. The, is the big man himself in there? 
Mr. Anime was a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> no, they don't quite go that far, but uh, but yeah, there's a very obvious Hideaki Anno in there, etc. Oh, uh, etc. Et so uh, isn't Masahiko Minami in there? Yes, oh, he is very yeah. much in there. Yeah. So um, right, so away from anime, as it were. Now, favorite food. Yes, food question. Not for you, cat. I'm not. Fussy food-wise, I'm, I'm one of those people. Like, if they could make some kind of uh, David Bowie Space Oddity-style protein pill, I'd quite happily just pop that and not worry about anything else. Uh, hasn't somebody done that now? It's that horrifying-looking Huel stuff. Probably, but I, I, I know there's that other stuff that seems to like cause people immense grief every now and again and <laughs> illness. So I'm not going there. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I I like a good Sunday roast. I like all sorts of stuff really. Nothing specific. And you, Laura? I love pasta. Oh, there you go. You're going to find a cat then. Please feed me pasta and tell me I'm pretty. That's it. <laughs> if they spell it out with the macaroni, is that even like better? Bonus? Yeah, bonus points. <laughs> there you go. That's two pasta people now that someone can ask about the panel. It's pasta mania here. Yeah. Pasta fairians. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Nice. I mean, nice we can celebrate um, starch march next year. Starch March. Yeah, I'm announcing it now. Well, is that what we're doing here in the office? I, I didn't yeah. realise there was such an extensive pasta. Are you going to cook as pasta every day for a month? Yeah, basically. Okay. Oh, hold on. That's different from that. That's on record, so. I'm going to be so unwell at the end, but we'll be fine. And <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll get Kerry to take you round and work it off. Oh, yeah. Oh, she no, likes to take no, you round. No, no, last time it was a nightmare. Oh, Kerry. Let's not forget. <laughs> So, uh, fa- a favourite favorite music album that you own? Ooh, I have very eclectic music tastes. Um, if I had to pick an all-time favourite, it would probably be the Who's Who's Next, um, but I'm also a big Boards of Canada fan on the complete oh. opposite side of the spectrum. Um, so, Love Boards of Canada. Pretty much any of their albums I will happily take on a desert island with me and listen to forever. So, uh, yeah, take your pick. And you, Lauren? I love Tank With The Night by Fleetwood Mac. Mm. Or Channel Orange by Frank Ocean. Yeah, a favourite sport. You know the answer to this. Yeah, I know, but they don't. We work in the anime industry. How can anyone play sport? <laughs> <laughs> so I guess this is the time to reveal that me and Jeremy are both Arsenal fans and we will be taking over this podcast to talk exclusively about football. Only if we can talk <laughs> about Overwatch. Yes. Yeah. Well, yes. We, well, we, well, I would like to join that as well. No, you can only no, pick one of the other. Lucio Ball. Oh, hey, yes. I need to actually play the summer games. I haven't done that yet. No, I can't, I can't play that till after Kitacon. Uh, oh. Alright, well. leave me alone then. Anyway, sorry, <laughs> Arsenal fans, a more important party. <laughs> oh, was that it? Okay. Uh, uh, Lauren, I don't know what else to say. I mean, I can, I can pour out my heart of the unending grief of being an Arsenal fan if you like. Yeah, right. Just, hey, at least. What a good team, it'll be fine. Hey, you're, you're not a season ticket holder who flies down to games from Glasgow every week because he's a madman, so. But, Lauren. Look at me, I don't do sports. <laughs> well, but do you like to watch one in particular? No. So that's a, that's a beautiful look of content you yeah. yeah. It's quite wonderful, yeah. actually. Then we have a, a favourite film. I'm not sure, like, a, a while ago I would have said my all-time favourite film is American Beauty, but I'm not sure that holds up anymore, I think. Let us know by tweeting us at all the anime. Yeah. Does American Beauty still hold up? Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't really have any other favourite that springs to mind. But that has always been my traditional go-to. I like Kevin Spacey. Oh. Yeah, Sorry. yeah. 
Um, I don't know. That's a bit of a a big question. Is there a film you've seen this year that just really stuck out to you? Oh, I went to see Atomic Blonde the other day. How is that? I really it's want to see so it. It's so good. Yeah? Charlie Strong kicks ass. It's great. Oh, she always kicks ass. I know, but she does it in turtlenecks and coats. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm so looking forward to seeing this. We I, might have to go and see that next so week, Keith. Well, yeah, I, I heard the people making the film and they heard it was her that was going to be the female lead actually adjusted how they were going to do the fight scenes because of her preferred fighting style in films. It's so That's good. Awesome. And the soundtrack is... Oh, I can't wait to see that film. We're going to watch that next week then. Oh god, yeah. It's just again, it's just been a busy week, so. And uh, and you know what else people can go watch next week? They can go see Your Name in the cinema on twenty third of August. Oh. Put your tickets at yournamethemovie.co.uk. Thought I'd just throw that in there. This is why you work in marketing. That was <laughs> yeah. I'm saying that my answer was rubbish. It should have been Your Name. <laughs> yeah. Why aren't you pimping the brand, Andrew? Come on. <laughs> Then, final quickfire question. What's a random present or a gift you have ever received? Something that you just got that was just, you're like, why the heck have I been given this? At one point, I left a job, and it was December, and all they could think of to buy me was a USB Santa that played Jingle Bells. It was a really, a really disappointing leaving present. Love it. It's like, love it. is that all you think of me? Thanks. Do you still have it? No, it uh, went in the bin shortly after Christmas. Yeah, you could have brought it in, just an all-season Santa <laughs> in the office. Maybe that's what we should start making. We should make like USB sticks in the shape of the anime panda. But what would it sing? Just be it would, it would just be Andrew. Yeah, every time you plug it in, it's just in shock. <laughs> yeah, shocked panda. Or it's Andrew just going or any other random. No, no, you plug it in, and every so often it will go. Release date has slipped. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, Lauren. Uh, um, one of my aunties has this running joke for Christmas presents that they are the most ridiculous things ever. My favourite one so far has been one year she got my gran. Um, it was like a really fancy, like it was like a Rolex box. So she thought, oh my god, she's actually got me something good and opened it up and there was a tin of salmon in it. <laughs> that is some quality trolling right there. You know, that like is... that's what she does for everybody, and like the laugh is better than actually getting a proper present from her. <laughs> my dad had got part of a hose from her this year, and my uncle got the other part of it. <laughs> and um, like, did he not boyfriend... rub the lotion on his skin? Is that why he got the hose again? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, my boyfriend had finally got like a gift from her because we've been together like three years now, and she got him. It was a lavender sleeping spray box and inside it was a little McDonald's plushie. <laughs> wow. She actually went to the effort of wrapping up everything oh but it was it was mildly disappointed that he didn't actually get the spray. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna try that this Christmas and just say no the, the laugh is better than the present honest. <laughs> See how that goes down. I know secret Santa though. I know, right? The game yeah. is on! Yeah, well, we do do it off a secret Santa. <laughs> so. Who you control the most? <laughs> Jeez. Oh, that's, uh, well, be that's a worrying prospect when you, when you think of the, the characters we have in this office. Yeah. Like, Andrew just needing to buy a joke present, he'll just find something in a corner shop. Well, no, no, he'll just bring something something truly bizarre back from Japan from one of his uh, he does excursions. <laughs> yeah, but I'm talking turbo oh, bizarre. Oh, so like the, 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 the kind darkest of, corners of the market yeah, kind the of thing. Yeah, the deepest, darkest corners of Japan where normal people fear to tread. He goes to Akihabara and just finds the skeeziest looking place he possibly can. <laughs> and just tries to get something back through customs that way. I imagine it would be too hard to find a skeezy shop. Maybe. I don't know. I've never been. I mean, you've been there, Andy. I've been, yes, and that, that is correct. Yeah. 
it's not so much a case of finding the right shop, it's just finding the right floor on the shop. Yeah. Right. If you go up high enough, usually, then... Literally, it's like top shelf, but it's like yeah. top floor. Yeah. You're, you're like, I'm looking for this specific thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, you yeah. want to go floor four, mate. Floor <laughs> four, aisle 12, shelf yeah. three. On, on at least one never one, look me in the eye yeah. again. On, on at least one occasion, I made the mistake of going up one floor too high and landing up on the yaoi floor. And oh. realizing, I need to go back down there. Was it a mistake? Was it? <laughs> I should leave that to the, uh, listeners, uh, the listeners' discretion. So, a quick events update, everybody. This weekend, in fact, actually, Keith and I will be in the van driving there at the time you're hearing this. Oh, God. It is Kitacon this weekend, and Keith and I are involved in a variety of panels, to say the least. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Keith, I'll let you uh, read off what we're involved in, just in case people want to watch us suffer. Okay, so on the Friday, I'm involved in the... Well, I'm, yeah, I'm hosting the Super Happy Fun Time Hentai panel at uh, 5.30. <laughs> I will then, after that, also be hosting the pub quiz, with your help, actually, Jeremy, if you're interested in that. Yeah, why not? At 7.30. Okay, noted. That's on the Friday. Uh, Let's see. The the... seagulls are happy. (laughs) As they should be. On the Saturday, I'm involved in the Kitacon Untitled discussion panel at uh, midday. Then it'll be me and Jeremy at the All the Anime Industry panel at 2pm. 2pm, be there, 90 minutes apparently, of anime-based talk. Oh my goodness. And, uh, I've got, some, I've got some, some fun things planned actually, it's going to be a bit different than usual, so uh, come along, it'll be like a first time debut you, for a new panel. A, do you have a spin new anime wheel? You got some... Oh, there's an idea. It's pretty much just a random topic, should I just bring a random topic generator? <laughs> yeah. Bring that exact tin, bring the exact tin down with you. So yeah, that's a Saturday, and then on the Sunday, I am going to be... Uh, co-hosting Kit Has Got Talent, as well as uh, debuting a couple of new skit videos, so look out for that horror. (laughs) Kat's seen them, so that's why she's laughing. And then I will be hosting the Room 101 panel at 6pm, which uh, has an eclectic guest list, including Jeremy and voice actor guest... uh, which is Patricia, is it Bouchard, her surname? Could well be, name escapes me, but from Tenchi Muyo, correct? Yes, voice for Yoko, the best character. I'm taking Tenchi. my set along to get signed. Nice. So yeah, we're involved in a lot over the weekend. Oh, there actually is one. Oh, as well as being in the Divas room the whole weekend, selling our fine selection of wares. I should say, I'm also at 11.30 on Sunday going to be involved in the Kitamania, the Great Summer Bash Wrestling Panel. God, are you, busy, are you actually going to wrestle? Or are you... You'll have to attend the panel to find out. Oh. Yeah, and as mentioned, we will also have a table in, well, several tables in the dealer room where you can pick up uh, some of our quality titles, including if you're there, Nadesco. We will two have weeks a few before Street Date release. We will have a few copies there uh, before Street Date. We might have one or two other things early. We're just finalising that as at the time we're recording this. So finalising or can't remember. Because I can't remember. <laughs> you decide. But also, in terms of new releases, everybody, next week, that being 21st of August, Snow White with the Red Hair Part 2 is available to add to your collection on Blu-ray. Then we fast forward to the 28th of August, which is a fairly busy day, actually, in the scale of anime releases, because that is when you'll be able to add Martian Success and Nadesco to your anime collection. Once again, that is a limited collector's edition Blu-ray set. And uh, also, if you, uh, if you maybe check back on Saturday morning, we may have a full unboxing for you, so you can see exactly what to expect, including 
To be quite frank, the gorgeous set that Keith has put together, because I'm really, really happy with it myself, and I think you guys all will be too. It's going to be a great collection to have. I'm just chuffed about the stickers. Right, exactly. Mm -hmm. I'm so happy we got the stickers. Then also on 28th of August, Tokyo Ghoul OVAs Jack and Pinto will be available to add to your collection. The first English language release anywhere in the world of these OVA episodes. They're in Japanese in English, with English subtitles, excuse me, only, as a quick reminder, and they are available on Blu-ray and DVD. Worth noting, actually, if you if you really like or really want the Tokyo Ghoul OVAs, maybe keep an eye on some things that we may or may not have to say at our panel at Kitacom at the weekend. Ooh, tease. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> <laughs> noises. And then also on 28th of August, <laughs> Fairy Tale Part 17. Keith, the eighth fairy tale DVD you have been involved with bringing to the world, well, the UK. How do you feel? Well, uh, how, how, what is this now? What, the, the eighth, you said? Yeah, if I can, 10 to 17, that's eight, right? That sounds right. Yeah, yeah good. Yeah, well, having birthday of them now, I, I just... <laughs> It's just old hat to me now. So you know, whereas the first one was uh, was a special snowflake who I loved above all other, above all others. The subsequent ones are just like yeah, you know, I mean, it means I've got backup in case one of the others dies. <laughs> oh my goodness. This one do a dark. Have place. you named them all? Like minus their numbers. Uh, there's Surely... fa there's fairy tale. 10, ten. <laughs> fairy then tale 11, 11. Fairy 12, fairy tale unlucky, fairy tale oh. 14, <laughs> and so on and so forth. Oh, I see. And then on the 4th of September, it will be the Anthem of the Heart, the standard DVD version that will be available to add to your collection. And also, again, we mentioned it a little bit earlier when I dropped it in subtly, but 23rd of August, everybody, that being this coming Wednesday, you can catch your name in cinemas. Specifically, if you want to catch it in IMAX, it's screening at loads of locations around the UK, actually. Don't forget IMAX is in Japanese with subtitles only. And then you can also catch other screenings in regular cinema. Is that the way to phrase it? Traditional cinema, there you go. You can catch it in traditional cinema locations, both dub and sub, depending on the location, in the cinema. Yeah, I didn't get that out. Well, did I? Hang on. Catch it. Go to yournamethemovie.co.uk <laughs> and book your ticket. And, uh, and for those of you wondering about the home video release of Your Name, there is news coming soon. Remember how we said, wait till perhaps the end of August? We're near the end of August. Stay tuned. We are? Oh no. <laughs> I know, it's a horrifying thought, isn't it? <laughs> it's, like that, it's like that comic. Oh no, oh, no yeah. <laughs> Just as the podcast and the... Have you seen that? There's this oh, great little comic. It's always like three panel things. It's like these just little blobby things and it will just be the first two panels is some setup for a scenario and the final panel is always the main blobby thing just going, oh no. There was, there was a really good one recently and it was it was like, oh wow, you have an amazing stationery collection. You must have so many good drawings and he opens like the first sketchbook and it's empty. And he's just like, oh no. And then the person <laughs> that owns all the stations is just smiling serenely in the background. Oh, it's the story of my life. Oh. Speaking of oh no, um, for, for all you Charlotte fans out there, as in of the anime, not of someone called Charlotte generally, uh, unfortunately Charlotte Part 2 is having to go back a little bit. Oh, no. Some stuff has come up with disc production because, you know, making anime is difficult. Uh, so, Isn't it just? I know, right? These things come up, guys, but we're hoping it's going to be before the end of September. That's what we're going oh, for at the moment, oh, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. The, 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 the hold-up is a really, really minor issue, so it's just a minor production line hiccup, so, you know, a couple of weeks tops. Yeah, so uh, 
check, by the time you're hearing this, the new date might be on our website, but just to give you guys a heads up on that, Charlotte part two is going back by a little bit. So, anything else people would like to discuss? Any anime we've seen? Anything else you've randomly encountered? Any other random stories? Or should we just go to the random topic generator? Carrying with the randomness of the episode and the fun uh, times. Let, let's just dive right into the random topic mm. generator. I, mean, I, I only actually joined the company to witness the random topic generator. Oh, so, 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 so <laughs> how, how have you been coping with the disappointment of finding out what it is? <laughs> no, I mean, I, yeah, the, the, I've been imagining the technology behind this for many weeks now, and the, you know, the, the, the actual high-tech system that you have is just beyond mm. compare. Mm. So. Well, we, we did previously used to ask the seagulls to bring in questions, but that didn't really work out. Messy. Yeah. And then Kerry left, lest we forget. Then. <laughs> Kerry, She's not dead. Kerry, if you're listening, please just text me back. Please. <laughs> Why didn't you text me back, Kerry? Don't so, that. I think we should uh, let our I think we should let our new colleagues dive in first. So, who wants to dive into the random topic generator first? It looks like it'll be me then. Saved. Yeah. <laughs> Let's pick two. Uh, random topic is what's very. Did you add more since last book? Nope, this is still left over from Ooh, before. It's fresh. So this is uh, submitted by Roger. Uh, would you like there to be a sequel to Dread, or do you think the future Judge Dread's TV show will be good enough? So I guess we're talking about a recent film with oh, what's Carl his name? Urban. There you go, Carl Urban, which was freaking so, fantastic. So good. Now, I don't know if we've, if we've talked about it before, Keith, but you're in general a massive 2000 AD fan, aren't you? Yes. And whatnot. Yes, so, from your perspective, from that Dread film, I mean, obviously you like the film, clearly, so it might be a redundant question now, but how, how good was the imagining of that universe in the film, from your eyes? Well, it was, it's certainly a little different from uh, the cityscapes that you see in the comics, but it was still a fantastically realised interpretation of the Judge Dredd 2008 universe and of course Carl Urban put in an absolutely stunning performance as the main man himself. I mean for the TV series they're actually in talks to see if they can actually grab him for the TV series so if they can manage that I think the show, from, from the sounds of what they're doing for the show it's not going to be concentrated entirely on Judge Dredd because while that work, well even in the film the main uh, foil for that film is Anderson because Dread on his own is a bit of a one-trick pony. If you try to hang everything around him, it's it will get dull because he's you know he is the law. That is it. He is straight as an arrow, smashing through everything. You know because he's basically a bit of a uh, fascist. So uh, it's really about uh, viewing him through the lens of uh, other characters' eyes, basically, which is. Another reason the film worked so well, because it wasn't just Carl Urban as Dread, he made a fantastic Dread, but also uh, the actress, whose name I've quite criminally forgotten. The main female lead, right? Yeah, who played... Uh, the pro protagonist, not antagonist. Yeah, who played Anderson. Mm -hmm. She did a fantastic job of that. You know, it was, it was a great film. But yeah, for the TV series, it's going to be uh, apparently multiple plotline kind of things. They're going to look at, uh, delve into all sorts of stuff in the Dread universe, not just Dread himself, who will kind of weave in and out of all the stories depending on what they go but it'll go into things like uh, the Wally Squad stuff that's in the comics and some of the other main characters who to be fair are a lot more rounded out and interesting than Dread would be on his own so I'm looking forward to it because uh, over the last few years the VOD services they're providing a great uh, great place for shows that wouldn't have uh, found a home 
back in the day on traditional television to get their chance uh, in the spotlight and you know presumably make a lot of money because people keep making them so yeah I'm looking forward to it I think it'll be great I hope it'll be great yeah I I, I really hope it does come off just because with how to, to put it bluntly because of how, like, how violent that stuff was in the, in the film but how well imagined it was I think it can work really well but even if it wasn't that violent if it was on the scale of say how dark and brutal Daredevil is from the Marvel Netflix shows like that in itself is pretty brutal but it doesn't necessarily show a lot of blood. Well, okay, it does at times, but you know what I mean? It's got that feel of it. Even if it was just on that scale, I well, still well, think it could work. It's quite surprising what you can get away with these days, and something that's, uh, I mean, obviously the go-to for a lot of action films these days is the 12 rating. Mm. And while with some films that does make them a little bit lame, with others, when they're shot correctly, it's amazing what you can do. I mean, it's like old uh, Dark Knight with uh, Heath Ledger's Joker. I mean, he's terrifying, and he does horrible things in that, but the way it's shot, I mean, like the pencil trick, for example, uh, I was, when I saw that, I was like, wow, this film got a 12. But yeah, the way it's cut, it's it's still actually left to your imagination, really. You don't see anything yeah. too explicit. So Implied violence is a really a interesting good, way to go about yeah, it. A good director can make things seem far more horrifying and disgusting than they actually appear on the screen, and it's how they actually appear on the screen that determines the rating, really. So. Mm. Implied violence is a really interesting trick in general, just in television and film, because, like you say, you can make you can make people think a lot more. So, like one time, uh, though, of course, with that said, the joy of uh, shows getting them on being made on VOD services is you can do this kind of ultraviolet mm. stuff that you wouldn't get on a terrestrial TV channel, which, let's face it, you know, any kind of Judge Dredd-based yeah, Judge Dredd show is going to have to be. Mm. Oh, no, I was saying it kind of, like, goes all the way back to, like, Alfred Hitchcock with mm. Psycho, because mm. that's, like, one of the most iconic scenes, obviously, when she's stabbed in the shower, but you never actually see it. Mm-hmm. And it's all the, that's, like, a really good example. And, like, Jaws as well. Yeah. And you never actually see the shark, but you just see people the, struggling. Yeah, the implied fear and, the, you know, your imagination filling in the gaps. Like you said, it's a much power, more powerful tool than actually seeing the violence. Mm. So, yeah. Also, yeah. sorry. No, really, it was stabbing, the noise of her getting stabbed was the people stabbing a watermelon or a fruit or something. <laughs> that was how they did it. And Speaking of stabbing, yeah. please <laughs> run away. <laughs> oh, no, it wasn't. It wasn't me, but, yeah. Um, I remember, I don't remember what TV show it was, but it was years ago when there was a scene where like two guys cornered someone in an alley and they both had baseball bats and they sort of cut away to the sky and you could hear the sound yeah. of someone getting battered with a baseball bat. But then what they actually did to cut back, they just showed the guy lying on the ground and the guy just standing above him and then just dropped the bat. So he was just like holding and go, right, I'm done. But, done. but they implied the violence. And sometimes it just has more impact because it's left to your imagination. Well, yeah, Im- implication and good editing, you can achieve so much with that. So it's somebody who knows the craft. I mean, editing, for example, if you've seen any, any Edgar Wright film or, you know, that who Spaced, that, the old TV series of his. Which, yeah, space, yeah. which is, yeah, the edit. I mean, a lot of the skits that I do, the editing is hev- is heavily inspired by that because it is just top notch. The t- the timing, the way, oh, it's it's perfect. It's mm. perfect. It stands up even it today. It carries through all of his films. Uh, oh the god, way yeah. He, the edits is in, Well, yeah, because Scott Pilgrim, for example, because yeah. I mean, Scott Pilgrim as a character was a sack of shit. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> the film itself, the way, God, he is. But the way the film is edited together, it's just a yeah. joy to watch. It works the whole, so well with yeah. that sort of style of film. Yeah. Well, everything about it 
but yeah, his, that the way he edits, that's his trademark. You know how you see different directors films, mm -hmm. you see it, and you're like, it's kind of like artists in their own style. It's the same with like obviously. Like JJ like, Abrams with lens flare. Yeah, more lens flare. Have a blowjet, more flare. With sunglasses in the cinema, but um, yeah. So like Edgar writes the way he just cuts things. Together. I think that's why I liked Baby Driver so much because it felt like. This was because he wanted he wanted to make that film for so long, didn't he? Or yeah, yeah, that's and that so. the way the editing is done in that film, it feels more refined and less like in your face than like you know maybe like hot fuzz and things like that. It feels like he sort of reined it in a little, but kind of honed it more, and it just it just came out so well. Mm. It was really good. Yeah, it's a lot more understated compared yeah, to some of his yeah, previous yeah, works, but it, it works because of that. Because mm -hmm. the OT, his usual OTT style wouldn't have worked with the no, subject matter. No, no, it's, it's it less detracted from, yeah. And it's more just seamless in the, the whole storytelling in the film. Cool. Oh, so, um, <laughs> right, I've actually realised what the time is. So, uh, guys, we're going to cut this episode a little bit short. We're going to do one more topic in a second. But uh, I, as Keith and I are driving in the van at the time you were hearing this, I think we were thinking of recording a podcast in the car. Yeah. We'll see if that actually happens or not. Well, no, as, as, as mentioned last time, it's just going to be five hours of me screaming. <laughs> <laughs> to, the, to the red line soundtrack. <laughs> Oh, yeah, we've got the good van, so I can plug in my own three player. <laughs> yeah. Oh, can we actually plug in our own stuff? <laughs> yeah, yeah, so it's going to be non-stop redline all the way down to Coventry. Oh, so, that, so that means that means it won't be a five-hour trip, it means it'll be like half an hour. <laughs> <laughs> As the van's just shaking. You've got to pop the steam light and just go... <laughs> I'll put my death metal on hold for you, but <laughs> to get you going in the morning. So, who wants to go into the topic generator to round off? No, I think Lauren should. Yeah, don't, yeah. don't, don't, don't rush it once. <laughs> Oh, cat, cat has dived in, literally. Oh, 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 oh. oh. <laughs> I got the long one. Let's see. What's the most, what's the most hilarious deviation from the original voice line you've seen in a sub or dub submitted by Adam? Oh, wow. Oh, that's an easy I'm, one. I've got a really good fan sub one from back in the day. Go on, um, I can't remember what the additional, the original line was, but it was from Ghost in the Shell Standalone Complex, and it was... Something about somebody, I think, it had been like kidnapping, human trafficking, and something like that. And somehow, the very poor fan sub group had somehow translated that into mass naked child events. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, that, I remember that, but uh, that, that's the one that uh, stands out to me. Well, I got well. I think an example. I'm not sure if it's the best. Well, I've got two. The best. One is basically an entire show, but what was it, Ghost Stories? I was going to mention that! <laughs> yeah! yeah. Oh my God. Basically, the, 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 so, the show that the Japanese licensor just didn't give a shit about so much yeah. that when the uh, English voice cast decided so to do a, uh, their own hilarious interpretation of the script, they just said, go for it. Oh, so yeah, look, look that up, because that is hilarious. It's all on YouTube, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Ghost yeah. Stories, it's fantastic. Oh, it's, but yeah. for an actual good production, uh, <laughs> In Redline, actually, because I'd only ever watched it uh, dubbed and then I saw it subbed when it uh, was at SLA last year. And I didn't realise quite how much the English voice cast had added, but one of my favourite lines during it is uh, that's been put in for the English dub is when uh, Colonel Volton is like, you know, send out all the troops. And then it's been quite dramatic up to that point. Suddenly it's silent and uh, one of his subordinates is like, uh, when you say all the troops, do you mean literally all of them or just some of them? <laughs> it's just like all of 
of them, god damn it! <laughs> oh, that's amazing. And it's, yeah, it's, it's wonderful. And in the context, the work, they've got the timing with the shot as well, because it's very hard to kind of ad-lib in that, in, you know, animation where everything's already there. But the way they've managed to time it, it is beautiful and it is hilarious and it just adds to the film. It's why I, I mean, the, the subs, the, it's fine subbed in original Japanese, but I prefer the dub with Redline because the English voice cast add a lot to that. Mm. Mm. A couple of examples that spring to mind for me, one is from Dragon Ball Z, which was, I can't remember exactly when it was, but like later on when they're fighting Majin Buu, I think Gohan's just tried to beat him and has failed miserably. And then Vegeta comes along, he's all powered up, like imagine Vegeta style, he's about to just self-destruct and kill himself to save the world. And in the original, because, hang on, backtrack, there are two versions of the English dub from Funimation of that particular part of Dragon Ball Z. One that aired on television in America, and then the uncut video releases. On the uncut version, he says something like, so you're the one that killed Gohan. And then in the TV version, it's, so, you're the one that hurt Gohan. <laughs> Show me on the doll where he hurt then, Oh, and in the classic one as well from the, um, from the first dub of Dragon Ball Z, the Ocean Pioneer version, where they changed, like, I'm going to kill you two, I'm going to send you to the next dimension. Oh, yes, because the he dies. Yeah. They? they go to the next. But the other example, though, is actually from Yu-Gi-Oh, where people, like, when you lose a card game in Yu-Gi-Oh, you get sent to hell. But in Yu-Gi-Oh, they send you to the Shadow Realm. Which, in some ways, I actually think sounds cooler. Because the idea of the Shadow Realm... I'm not sure that would, I'm not sure that would still work, though. I mean, mm. I mean, little Timmy's there. What happened to Grandad? Oh, he's in the Shadow Realm, Timmy. <laughs> what? The Shadow Realm. Don't be bad. <laughs> Don't lose the card games. <laughs> If you lose a poker, you go to the Shadow Realm. Shit. We can't, like, talk about this and not mention Jelly Donuts. Oh, in Pokemon. In Pokemon, oh, when yeah. it was like... Well, they're, they're handing out the onigiri, and it's just like, here, sure have a Jelly Donuts. some Jelly Donuts, and you're like, oh my gosh, what? And, like, when I was a kid and watched it, <laughs> right over my head. And then when you're older, and it's like, you know, onigiri, and you're like, you, you have a full understanding, and then you watch it again, and you're like, why are they calling it Jelly Donuts? There's nothing donuty about them mm. at all. Except the delicious jelly filled experience. Oh, yeah. Andrew's back! I've been. And the seagull! Oh. And the seagull! <laughs> <laughs> You're perfect timing, Jessica and Andrew. So, uh, uh, Kat, would you like to reread the question, please? Oh, yeah. So, um, oh. because we're going to be wrapping up in a second, but um, we're just closing out on this topic. So, it's a perfect time for you guys after you've not heard what we've said. What's the most <laughs> hilarious deviation from the original voice line you've seen in a sub or dub? So we've mentioned Ghost Stories, yeah, Dragon Ball Z, Yu-Gi-Oh! Redline. Redline. Jelly Donuts Pokemon. You mentioned Ghost of the Shell standalone complex. Terrible fan service, yeah. mm. Let's go with One Piece. What parts could Sanji's like, not good. Well, when they, they trans, what we call transcreated it, so they could play it on Fox Kids in the USA. So they changed all the references of smoking to people eat, using lollipops. Oh. Mm. So all the time this one, one of the main characters, Sanji, is meant to be smoking, but they replaced it with lollipops. So with a chup, with a chup, essentially. Yeah, they had, to, they, had to ju- they had to dub around that as well then, mm. because it's like, someone take, like, taking a cigarette, so they change it to, sa- like, someone's taking Sanji's lollipop. <laughs> <laughs> Sanji's not gonna like that! <laughs> Except I say that's pretty hilarious in terms of changing it yeah. entire. Also, the violence was changed, so the guns are replaced with water pistols, as I recall. Mm. Um, Anything relating to voice lines specifically? 
Well, the, the lollipops in particular yeah. would be the, the first one which sprung yeah. to mind. Yeah. But the whole thing was hilarious deviation. Mm. Not just even with voices, the whole thing. What about from your perspective, Jessica? Any anime you can think of that a line of dialogue has just been really different compared to the Japanese version? Oh, well, One Piece it's a good, uh, you know, because like uh, the, the name of the um, main character, Luffy, oh, yeah. it was adapted in a very hilarious way all over the world. So it's like in every language got a different name. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Or well, so, so they, they actually changed, it, they actually they changed his it, name? Yeah, like from rubber or... Oh, because he like, ate the rubber rubber yeah, fruit and exactly. stuff. So, and Sailor Moon, I guess. Oh god, poor what, Sailor Moon. What was the thing they changed yeah. in Sailor Moon? It was really significant. Was it? They the, changed their name in Abyssinia. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Well, card captors as well. That yeah. Oh, they removed a lot from that. They yeah. removed like mm. romances and things and like heavily edited it like back in the nineties. Yeah. I remember because I remember the version I watched yes, was like super, was not ready. super <laughs> cheesy, like dubbed version because there was two dubs if I remember, and I think oh, I watched the of oh, card captor yeah. and Sakura. And so I watched, I can't remember when I watched, but obviously that's the one I originally watched as a kid with the cheesy, like, card captors. Was that the Nickelodeon version then, I, I guess? I think so, yeah. yeah. And it was, they, like, cut so much from that. Like, I can't remember, I'd have to go back and, like, watch it again, which kind of says how long it's since I watched it. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I want to rewatch it all with the... <laughs> but I want to rewatch it all, like, the Japanese one mm. and see how much they've taken out, but, yeah. That one's a good example as well. Yeah, Sailor Moon, they changed the sex of some characters in different yes. seasons. Yeah. <laughs> because they were like uh, two male mm. and uh, they turned in, uh, you know, hetero couples. So one of the male characters turned into be in a female character. And, mm. you know, Didn't they change really... two of the characters to female characters who were in a relationship and make them cousins? That sounds familiar. Was it like Sailor Uranus uh, and Sailor... Uh, that's boy, I think. Yeah. Like, there were brothers, brother and sister, but not mm. really by the end of it, but they changed the <laughs> They just didn't know. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure there were two of the Sailor Scouts as well, but uh, anyway. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. in the 80s, a lot of 80s, 90s, they, they really changed so the story. Really, yeah. mm. I, I think that's the reason why a lot of uh, distributors in our um, line started working actually because they wanted to restore the original mm. meaning in the animation yeah. that was uh, censored or completely changed it because of broadcast regulation. Mm. Uh, a lot of um, anime stories <laughs> were not really proper. <laughs> uh, I don't know what you mean. <laughs> so they take out all the cultural reference to Japan and uh, you know, replacing them with milk instead of tea or things like that. Mm. Lollipops instead of cigarettes. Yeah. Jelly donuts instead of okay. <laughs> well, they they didn't even edit the pit, like change what yeah. they look like. They were still like. Mm. Yeah. Wasn't like, there a recent show where somebody took the piss out of that? Yeah, Glitter Force instead of Okonomiyaki, they had the Japanese pizza. They called. <laughs> somebody's in a classroom and they're like I think chastising a teacher for smoking and it's just like I'm not smoking I'm sucking on a lollipop I, just, like, oh, I can see the smoke coming off her and it's just like that's just because I'm licking so yeah. I'm just <laughs> that is beautiful yeah, yeah. reference I love it oh, yeah. cool well I think on that note guys we're going to wrap up thank you very much for listening we'll be back next week with another fun packed episode of the Audio Anime Anime Limited podcast from all of us here at Team Anime Limited, signing out and make sure you check out Your Name in cinemas on the 23rd of August. Book your tickets at yournamethemovie.co.uk. Bye!
Bye. 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 The sounds of despair. Bye. I, I genuinely need to resist when someone says glitter force laughing and going, oh, no. I don't want to join glitter force. <laughs> <laughs>